it's easy to look back and you think, oh, I should have done this. And, you know, I had so much time, you know, like it's, it's hard not for me anyways, it's hard not to berate myself for wasting time. Welcome to the Genius Women podcast. I'm your host, Yulia Denisuk, a published travel photographer and writer, an entrepreneur and founder of Genius Women. Four years ago, I quit my corporate job to pursue my dreams. And today, I'm on a mission to help other women pursue their creative dreams as well. This is Genius Women, a podcast where we explore living a rich, meaningful, beautiful creative life through in-depth conversations with brave women pursuing their wildest dreams. If you're ready to put your fears and doubts to the side, go after your dreams and step into your brilliance, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hi, friends. There are only a few days left until the end of this year, and I hope you're taking some time to take care of yourself. We are also taking time to rest here at Genius Women Podcast, and we will be returning with new season two episodes for you in February. Until then, I will continue sharing with you our tiny bonus episodes to help you wrap this year up and move into the new year with hope, energy, and expansive spirit. In this bonus episode, I'm sharing with you a short part of a discussion we recently had in the circle, our membership for women creators who want to pursue storytelling in the travel industry. In the circle, we spend the month of December unpacking the experiences, challenges, and triumphs uh, we all had this year and mapping out what we want to accomplish next year. If you'd like to get a copy of this guide, visit geniuswomen.com guide to get yours. We also had an important conversation that I'm sharing with you now about the need to reframe what accomplishments look like ever but especially in this difficult year. So as you wrap up your year, I hope this bonus episode can help you perhaps look at your accomplishments in a slightly different light. We join the discussion just as one of our circle members is explaining why it's difficult for her to look at her accomplishments this year without judgment. All right, let's get into it. A lot of it is um, you just kind of have to admit to yourself that, uh, or in my case, right? have to admit to myself that I wasn't doing things where I could have. Like you have to admit that, well, I could have accomplished something if I'd actually tried. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. something you don't want to face those kind of truths, right? Yeah. You know? And what I would say is that I forgot to mention that in the process of this guide, probably the most important thing is to be kind to yourself mm. because I think you are not the only one who's going to have this. We all are going to have things that we could have done this year that we didn't do, right? Yeah, well, especially and, here. I remember at the beginning of COVID, I was doing some Lightroom. I had a, some online coaching with some Lightroom work with this woman. We got along really well. And this was right at the beginning of COVID. And I said, <laughs> you know, I remember telling her, oh, I'm going to, you know, like I really want to learn how to do this. And when this is finally over, I want to merge to the other end and I want to know this and I want to have this done. And, you know, like I had all these plans because I figured it's going to be at least a year and I can get so much done. And now on hindsight, 
it's easy to look back and you think, oh, I should have done this. And I had so much time that, you know, like it's, it's hard not for me anyways, it's hard not to berate myself for wasting time right same for me same for me and i think you're launching into a very interesting discussion on why do we feel this way as a as a people why do we feel that if we have nothing to show for ourselves at the end of the year that we failed it's a really real feeling for a lot of us and i feel the same way too you know i feel like well if i start putting down what i did this year like it doesn't compare to what i could have done But the thing is that what I'm starting to realize more and more of is that where do those feelings come from? And I believe that they come from this obsession with productivity and this obsession with capitalism. Time is money. Use your time wisely. Your your time should be working for you, right? Use your time. And if you don't use your time, quote, quote unquote, then you failed. I think that's where that comes from because... If you look at some other cultures, for example, let's say, and Jody, you might actually know some more about that in, in Bali, right? Do, do people think, oh, I wasn't productive with my time this year? Or is it more about I lived this year and, you know? Yeah, they have I mean, like a completely cultures. different concept of time. From my Western thinking I'll have a list of things that I want to accomplish with my villa and then they don't get accomplished or something else might get accomplished or I might think something's important to do right away but it doesn't end up on their list to do it right away and then they actually don't have a concept of something that already happened something that is happening or something that will happen they'll just say not yet if it hasn't happened yet, oh, or like Suda that. already. Interesting. So they probably use like different words even to describe time and the concept of time. I guess all of this is to say that these are very real feelings that many of us are feeling. I, I completely recognize your feelings and I feel the same way too. But I'm also starting to question where that comes from and why do I feel this way and that pressure of productivity and accomplishing and always being on top and like all of those things. It's, it's a very capitalistic, very Western, very masculine approach to living life even. And we completely disregard the other side of it. For example, I could say one of my biggest achievements this year was that I kept my grandma safe from COVID. But who is ever going to put that as an achievement on any kind of list or any kind of anywhere, right? Man, I'm just going to start crying now. I'm like tearing up a little. (laughs) But you know what I mean? There's all kinds of achievements that we don't even think about that are actually huge in this human scale of things, right? Or even those things that we do for, for healthy reasons. Like I learned how to practice mindfulness. Yeah, exactly. People like to see accomplishment, like it has to be something tangible, right? Exactly. They may not realize that, oh, I kept myself from falling apart this year. Yes. Rather than, oh, I produced five works of art. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people just getting by mentally. Nobody pays them any attention. It's what you produce or what can you show for, you know what I mean? And that, yeah. 
It's such an important discussion. It's such an important conversation. Your accomplishments are absolutely not all those tangible things that um, we immediately think about, but it's all this other stuff that we don't think about. For me, even right now, even sharing this with you about my grandma immediately made me feel better about how my year turned out. And, and, you know, I I would also say that if you are feeling like, oh, I don't want to answer this question or, you know, it's don't, you know, just move forward to something else and then maybe come back to it later on or just ignore it completely. It's just a series of questions that I've come across over the years. And you'll see there, I put acknowledgements in the guide too of where I got those questions. It's just some things for us to think about as we wrap up the year, right? And hopefully give us a cleaner slate to start with next year. And I think my biggest uh, hope for all of us for doing this work would be that we let go of all those weights, what you just said that, oh, I didn't do all this. Because when you start planning and imagining from that state of mind, oh, I didn't do this, it already limits you in what you can imagine for yourself. And if you start with that sense of, I did the best I could, look at all these amazing things I accomplished that nobody ever acknowledges, but here they are. Now, what can we create for next year, right? It's just such a more open, different state from which to start imagining the following year. So really, that's the hope for this is first we deal with all that and then we move into planning for next year. Remember, there were people posting on in the page about the word for the year. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a word. And I was talking about my word from last year. I mentioned about my word from last year and how crashed and burned. <laughs> so, how, so how do you find a word? Because like, I've been bouncing around in my head now for a couple of weeks. And I got a newsletter today from one woman and she was talking about her word for the year and her this big story about it and got me thinking again. And I was just like, I don't really know what a word, how to. Yeah. So a couple of thoughts there. First of all, I think you're unfairly comparing your you're giving yourself a too hard of a assessment for saying that like your word crashed and burned last year i mean who could have predicted the global pandemic you know (laughs) yeah um, i guess you know like i can remember like here where i am in france this i was here last christmas as well and just before i went home i remember it was early january and it was a full moon and I was outside and it was really warm. And it was like a few days before I was going home in January. And my year was planned out. And I was going to be living in my friend's house part-time or beautiful place. Like the whole year was planned out. Travel. And I was in such a good mood. And then, of course, and, you know, I had my my word and possibility was my word and I was on such a high for a while because things were going to it was going to be a really good year yeah and of course it was like everyone else's year almost I'm sure and so like I don't think anything turned out the way that I had expectations right yeah and so I'm still kind of smarting from that I think and I need to move on from that right like just start fresh and I I actually think this will help the mm-hmm. unpacking 2020 but uh, so now it's just like okay <laughs> you know maybe I won't uh, I'll be a little bit more subtle this year you know like a little bit more what's the word um reserved <laughs> you know because yeah. you know. 
Well, I think that this is exactly the process we need to go through is releasing expectations and forgiving and letting go of everything that didn't go according to our plan. Because again, I completely 100% relate. I had a fabulous year. I was going to have a fabulous year and my career was going to take off in a huge way. Because like literally in January, I had a conference where so many opportunities and so many things were being planned. And of course, none of them happened. But that's why we're doing this work right now is to let go, right? Release all of that, release. Because nobody could have planned the, the pandemic and your amazing word of possibilities would have been an amazing word for 2020 had the virus not show up. So there's not, no fault of your own there, like zero thought, fault. And you couldn't have worked any harder to make any of that happen. I guess like, let's get, let's let go of all that guilt and all of that stuff, because this was the way for you to deal with what was happening at the time. This was the way for me to deal with what's happening in my life right now. We're all putting, passing judgment on what we did and how we did it, right? That's where all of this guilt and pressure comes from. We're all passing judgment. I could have done better. I could have worked harder. But actually, what if this is absolutely the best way you could have done it? Some part of it is also about trusting ourselves and trusting how we're dealing with things and trusting that what we do is absolutely the best that we could because then all that pressure is released. So that's one thing. And then the other thing I would say is that if your word is not coming to you right now, don't push it. Maybe it's not time for you yet to feel what your overarching theme for next year will be. And who knows? This is just a structure. This is just a practice. Maybe you don't need a word to have an amazing 2021 either. Maybe you want to be open to whatever comes your way next year. I guess don't try so hard to like jump into it if it's not coming to you. Maybe it will come to you after you do the practice, after you finish this practice, and then you will have some thoughts that are more clear about what you want to look for next year. Maybe your word won't come to you until February. Who knows? I would say don't push so hard for it if it's not coming yet. Maybe it's the Balinese approach of it's not the time yet. <laughs> yeah, maybe I need to move to Bali. <laughs> you know? Can we all move to Bali, please? I, I vote for that. <laughs> oh, I'm loving our discussion today. Thanks again for listening to this bonus episode. I hope you found it useful in letting go some of the expectations and stepping into 2021 with a clean slate. If you'd like to learn more about our membership, The Circle, visit GeniusWomen.com circle. Next week, we'll share with you another tiny bonus episode in which we'll walk through the process of visualizing our year. Happy New Year, friends, and thank you so much for joining us on this journey.